Now playing on Duty Podcast. You're listening to the On Duty Podcast with Chief Deputy Herbert Blake. The On Duty Podcast is a community outreach effort. Thank you for a few minutes of your time. Are no-knock search warrants the best practice for law enforcement at this point in time in our nation's history? As the name implies, a no-knock warrant gives police the authority to forcibly enter a home without knocking and without announcing their presence or their purpose. Judges issue no-knock warrants when the police convince them that announcing their presence after knocking will result in the destruction of the evidence they're looking for. But in the last few years, there's been a growing backlash against the use of no-knock search warrants. Imagine people breaking into your home late at night or early in the morning, unannounced, in tactical clothing, and several people shouting at you. What would you think was happening, and what would you do? Most people, even if disoriented, would try to protect their homes and defend themselves. But if and when they do, law enforcement can react in the name of self-defense. For example, in February 2022, Minneapolis police officers had warrants to search an apartment in connection to a homicide. In the affidavit asking for the search warrant, police said a no-knock warrant would be safer because they could do this without alerting the suspects. Police also said that a no-knock warrant would decrease the risk of injuries to the suspect and to nearby residents. But it was not safer. Amir Locke, a 22-year-old young man, was sleeping in the apartment. Locke was not a subject of the investigation, and he was not named in the search warrant. After making entry, officers kicked the sofa Locke was sleeping on. Locke displayed a handgun, and he was shot four times within ten seconds after police made entry using a no-knock search warrant. Just over two years ago, Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old, was in her home in Louisville when officers arrived to execute a search warrant in the middle of the night. During the commotion, her boyfriend reached for a handgun and fired at the police because he said he believed that the officers were criminals breaking into the apartment. Officers returned fire. Breonna Taylor was shot multiple times, and she died from her wounds. Taylor's family called Breonna's death an execution. They sued the city for her wrongful death and settled for $12 million. Three months after Taylor was killed, the Louisville City Council voted to ban the use of no-knock search warrants. So how safe and how effective are no-knock search warrants? With other search warrants, the police must knock and announce their presence and purpose and give occupants a reasonable amount of time to respond. Knock and announce warrants take into account an individual's right to privacy, avoids property damage, will give occupants a chance to get out of their beds and put on some clothes, and will even give the occupants a chance to redirect the police in cases of mistaken identity or mistaken addresses. But no-knock warrants inherently create chaos and confusion, and they can put everyone present at risk. The ACLU estimates that over 50,000 no-knock warrants are executed on an annual basis, and the majority of them are done in neighborhoods of color and are mostly related to drugs. No-knock search warrants are intrusive and aggressive. They are often executed in the middle of the night to enhance the element of surprise, 
Some law enforcement practitioners will suggest that these late-night or early-morning surprises provide more officer safety. But others have come to realize that the executions of no-knock warrants are just too dangerous and are often not worth the amount of drugs recovered. With all of the challenges law enforcement is facing at the local, regional, and national levels, are no-knock search warrants a best practice at this point in time in our nation's history? Do they help make everyone safer? Or do they increase the chances of a negative critical incident? Breonna Taylor and Amir Locke are two examples of no-knock search warrants causing the deaths of innocent people. But despite these kinds of tragedies, only four states, Florida, Oregon, Tennessee, and Virginia have banned the use of no-knock warrants altogether. How many lives will it take for more states to take definitive action? That is it for this episode of the On Duty Podcast. I'm Chief Deputy Herbert Blake.